Whoa. Salutations, people. Salutations. I did, uh, you know what? Let me go ahead and take care of this nice. This. Sorry about that. Forgot to uh, grab the link to our Patreon exclusive membership program. Let me go ahead and get that pinned up for you guys. Ooh. I want to say salutations. It is Tuesday. What, what date is it? March 3rd? Tuesday, March 3rd, which means it is your exclusive member's day. Or your Instagram Tuesday day. Instagram Live day. Uh, I am all over the place. We were supposed to have a guest on for the first half. I was going to have a uh, guest on the plants are surviving to come and talk to you guys about uh, being a targeted individual, uh, gang stalking and things like that. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar, but we're going to be talking about that. Uh, unfortunately, they will not be joining us, so we pre-scheduled. Uh, we, may, we may open up this hour or so, depending on how people feel. Uh, if they want to join and talk about uh, topics and things like that, we may open up the, open up the line. Uh, but uh, just to give you guys a short rundown of what we're going to be talking about, it's the coronavirus, effective protections against it, uh, and a interesting theory that is surfacing that connects 5G between the coronavirus. I find that very strange. It's something I'm still trying to wrap my head around, so don't really expect me to be like an expert on it. Um, I mean, we, you know, the simplest way to say it is we talk about silent weapons for quiet wars, directed energy weapons, uh, Morgellons, the creation of things like chemtrails, uh, spraying aluminum and how that like affects your body, your body and your biochemistry and how that can effectively turn you into a receiver of, of, of frequency based weapons. But I'm not really sure how to break that down to people uh, while connecting it to the coronavirus. So if we have time, uh, we will get into that. Uh, but yeah, that's what we'll be talking about. The coronavirus, medical martial law, effective protections against it, and so much more. So, uh, before I get into that, I want to point you guys in the direction of our exclusive membership program. We will be doing... Whoa. I have a little diffuser right here. I was going to do like a uh, little show and tell, but I forgot to grab some hydrogen peroxide before. So, my little diffuser's over here just doing what it does. Um, but I want to put you guys in the direction of our exclusive membership program. We have, I think, 35 of 40 exclusive members. Once we hit 40, we will be doing live shows every single Friday for our exclusive members. Um, this Friday, we, March 6th, we will actually be doing a group discussion, a live discussion uh, about the coronavirus. Not just like this, but where people are joining in. Uh, they're bringing forth their suggestions. They're talking about uh, ans uh, stuff they've seen. Um, it's really cool. I won't lie, some of the stuff that's going on with the exclusive members chat, because that's what happens when you guys join the exclusive members program, uh, we're talking about food shortages and other strange and anomalous things that we're seeing in our area. So if you guys want to get access to that, think about joining our Patreon exclusive membership program, patreon.com forward slash freedom faction. Uh, one second. So I'll be honest. You know, I think uh, what's crazy, as uh, as we're in March now, and we've basically been covering the coronavirus since the entirety of February, I feel like it's crazy uh, that we're still asking the question of whether or not this is real or, or whether or not it's a hoax. Um, you know, the fact that we're seeing people get kidnapped on the streets, snatched, locked in their apartments, uh, passing out in the middle of the streets, bodies being hauled off, I feel like that's kind of crazy that we wouldn't expect to see some of that here. Uh, and we've been seeing it grow since the entirety of February. Now, if you actually track the, the, the timeline of the coronavirus, it goes all the way back to like October of 2018. So that means they've been sitting on this for some time, uh, letting it get worse. Uh, just the other day, and if anything, I'll, I'll play that video here for you shortly. Uh, just the other day, we got confirmation that the test kits that the CDC was sending out were actually faulty. So the numbers that we actually have right now, where they're saying it's like, what? We only have like 100 confirmed cases? Yeah, that's bullshit. I remember going into the weekend. I got the little sticky note right there. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna refresh it whenever I do the episode this week. We had 60 confirmed cases going into the weekend. We are now at 105. Now, 
I think because I kind of got caught up with all the craziness, I didn't really see or put two and two together. But I was talking about how eighty, how 8,000 people are under observation in California. Uh, over 200 are on, under observation in the East Coast. Um, and now we're just kind of seeing it gradually surface. So if we have 100 confirmed cases and all these other places are being monitored, the numbers are going to be astronomical here in a few. I'm saying that if we have, what, 60 this past Friday, it's going to be within like 100 to 1,000 within like a couple days. And I don't want to scare people, but I think that's just something that people should pay attention to. Now, I don't think, like, I don't think that the virus is as deadly as they're saying it will be. Nope. Sorry. Uh, somebody texted me. I don't think this uh, virus is as deadly as it will be, or as, as they're saying. I think that they're purposely exacerbating this entire issue to try to push the vaccine agenda. Uh, that's the whole thing that I've been coming from for the past time I've been pointing it out. The global health security agenda, for people who are unfamiliar with what that is, it is an act put forth by Obama back in like 2016, I think, uh, where they were trying to create a, a, a nationwide database on people who had their vaccines. Now, fast forward to where we're at today. Uh, what we're seeing with the coronavirus is just that, a push to get people to get their vaccines. So let me stop kind of glancing at, glancing at comments and kind of firing off stuff that's going on. Let me kind of break down the implications behind uh, what these people are pushing. Uh, just, just, just last night, I finished posting, basically talking about how Donald Trump wants to uh, rush, how he's calling on pharmaceutical companies to rush forward vaccine development. Ooh, get rid of that. And I've talked about this too. Like, like I, I, I think that's why it trips out. Is why I'm tripping out is because I see this just like push going forward. Uh, even the even the Johnson and Johnson representative that sat there with Bill Gates and other companies and countries at Event 201 back in back in October of 2019, they literally sat down and said, "We need regulatory flexibility when it comes to these vaccines in order to get them mass produced." And so I think I just kind of freak out seeing that because there are so many other uh, uh, ways to take care of yourself, and I think that's another thing that we need to talk about as well: how people when they get in these fear-like mindsets, they run to the government or they run to these institutions praying to God that they'll actually save them. Uh, and right there, as Captain Crunch and Munch just says, Bill Gates, his kids have never been vaccinated. So how does that happen? How do we have people that manufacture uh, cures for these sicknesses, but they themselves don't take those cures? So here, let me just play for you guys a quick video, and then we'll get into some of these topics. I'm going to play uh, Donald Trump talking about developing vaccines. Let's listen. Just coming off ascension highs, here's the president a few moments ago. We have to combine all the elements that we have. Obviously, precision spraying, but also the record heights that we reached in 2019 on manual eradication, and also dismantling the drug attempt. So we have to work on all the elements, and we have to be very strong against that crime. That crime is hurting our people, and it's hurting people everywhere, and we need to work jointly in that effort as we have been doing so far. Venezuela, what's the next steps from the We're talking about Venezuela. One of the things we're talking about is Venezuela, a big subject for us. And uh, they're treating the people of Venezuela unbelievably badly. They don't have water. They don't have food. They don't have anything. And uh, we are talking about that. That's a big, that's a big topic of discussion yesterday. Mr. President, if I may add something to that, it's very important that we are stronger on sanctions against a dictatorship in Venezuela. Venezuela is running out of vaccines. They have destroyed all the healthcare system. So we have to, in this year, work together jointly so there's a political and democratic transition that is effective in Venezuela. What do you want to hear from pharmaceutical about the vaccine? Well, we're talking, you know, this meeting was set up before, and that was about drug pricing. This meeting was set up a long time ago with the pharmaceutical companies, and that meeting was about drug pricing because. Uh, we brought the numbers down last year, first time in 51 years that the uh, drug prices prescription have come down. And I have a meeting scheduled on drug prices, but now we're going to make another subject, and that'll be probably the first subject, and that is to do with the vaccine. How are they doing? Is it possible to accelerate the, of the vaccine? That's what we're going to find out. We'll know that. Uh, well, we've asked them to accelerate whatever they're doing in terms of a vaccine. Absolutely. Mr. President, is it? 
safe or appropriate to be holding rallies during a public health crisis like this? Well, these were set up a long time ago, and others are. I mean, you could ask that to the Democrats because they're having a lot of rallies. They're all having rallies. That's what they're doing. They're campaigning. But do you think it's safe? Are you worried at all? Uh, I think it's very safe, yeah. I think it's very safe. find out, but uh, we're getting out. We want to get out. We had good meetings with the Taliban, and uh, we are going to be leaving, and we're going to be bringing our soldiers back home. We've been there for almost 20 years. It's a long time. We've done a great job in terms of getting rid of terrorists. Now it's up to other countries to get rid of those terrorists. But we're going to meet. We have discussions to go, but we've made a lot of progress. Okay? Thank you. Thank you all very much. So, there you have it. Trump working with pharmaceutical companies to hurry up and develop a vaccine. Now, the beautiful part about doing what we do, people don't really understand how far and how long we've really been doing this. Uh, when we have to post these videos, we really show how they're saying one thing, meaning another. We don't really promote vaccines over here on this page. We have basically been like an anti-vaccine page or an anti-just like medical tyranny. Uh, medical authoritarianism, we've been anti that since it started. Because that's how people understand already, like the RFID chips, they're gonna be used through the vaccines. Not only that, but they contain such crazy stuff like aluminum, uh, you know, aborted field tissues, all kinds of other crazy stuff. Why in God's name would you wanna put that in your body? And so whenever I'm talking about Johnson & Johnson asking for regulatory flexibility on rushing the development of these vaccines, that's me just trying to let you guys know that they're cutting corners trying to hurry up and mass produce these vaccines, period. And that's not something you need. They have to forcibly inject you with the disease in order for you to be experimented upon. That's what I have a problem with. So uh, I'm glad that people in the, co in, the, in the comments recognize the lethality of vaccines, and that's good. But at the same time, this is why we have to uh, offer effective alternatives, offer solutions, things like vitamin D, vitamin C, uh, vitamin D3, vitamin C, zinc, selenium, magnesium, uh, you know, elderberry extract, all kinds of different things like this. Yes, say fuck no to the vaccines because it's designed to literally change your entire biochemistry. But at the same time, people need to be aware of the alternatives that they have. Now, I don't know if this is like a generational thing. I don't know if it's just like a conspira conspiracy theory thing, like a truth seeker type of thing. I don't really know. But I guess I'd never really see myself as uh, the type this says, oh gosh, I'm sick, I need to go get shot up. That makes absolutely jack squat sense to me. I don't really think of, uh, I guess I don't really think about, I guess I don't really think about healthcare or any other nonsense because I understand like it's designed to entrap you and turn you like into a junkie. Uh, and so I promote telling people, uh, you know, to take their vitamins, take their supplements, get you some exercise, get you some sunlight. You know, there's all kinds of different solutions. People are talking about oregano oil, like, my God, I could sit up over here and just spout out all kinds of stuff. You could take probiotics to help, like, clean your system and build your immune system. Iodine, too. That's, again, what I wanted to do before coming up on here uh, is show you with the water diffuser, hook it up with oxygen or with hydrogen peroxide, dab a little bit of iodine in uh, with a little bit of this sinus medication stuff as well, and then, you know, just let it do that the whole way through. And so there's all kinds of different ways to help... Uh, help help build your immune system but because people have become so habituated drugged out entranced that don't that they're not really uh they're not really aware of all their effective solutions so yeah if you guys are kind of furious or kind of curious you really don't know how to protect yourself my god just do like <laughs> just do like a massive just 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 get like just drown yourself in vitamin c just drown yourself in like orange juice like my god there's so many different ways to combat it, that it actually is very scary to see the ignorance that's being promoted. Now, I'm going to leave that there because we need to actually talk more about what the actual societal and socio-political implications of the coronavirus is. I get it. Oh, coronavirus is not scary. Oh, dude, another solution, bro. Oh, fuck, that's for sure. Get it. I, I get it. People don't understand what's going to happen after the fact. It's okay. So that's where we need to that's where we need to shift this conversation. Uh, when we're talking about medical martial law, I told you guys just the other night. I posted it. Go ahead, before we went to uh, before we shut down for the day. Uh, what can government force people to do in the name of containing? 
That to me is medical martial law. When you have people being snatched up and taken, right? That's sketchy to me. One of the reasons that started all this is because people were being able to be indefinitely detained due to the NDAA. Uh, some of the stuff that's going on with this quarantine, some of this stuff hasn't happened since like 1928, I think it said in the article. So some of these powers haven't really been active. What we're seeing right now, and I've said this since the entirety of the global, uh, since, since the coronavirus happened, is we're seeing a global response to a global pandemic. This is the global health security agenda. Uh, people aren't gonna voluntarily give away their rights. So underneath the state of duress or the states of emergency that you see us entering into, they can kind of go over your rights for the sake of everybody and begin to quarantine you and snatch you. That's what I have a problem with. Uh, and so if anything, all I'm really trying to do is stop people from either showing signs, contracting the virus, uh, or even raising any red flags. And uh, again, another thing that people need to worry about, it's flu season, okay? You could be showing symptoms for the flu, but because we have faulty test kits, a hypersensitive government right now, uh, people that are fear-mongered, you've got to worry about that as well, okay? So just keep that in mind. Um, and, and moving on again, because we're, we're here in the coronavirus, I'll get to effective protections and stuff like that here shortly. Uh, but, you know, again... Quarantine versus isolation. Why is that important? Because taking some time off from work, yeah, take that hit for a few bills, you'll be all right. Would you rather, I'll put it to you this way, would you rather take a few uh, weeks off of work or take a week off of work or take a month off and be in quarantine? Would you rather isolate yourself in the house while some stuff passes through? Or would you rather be like on one of these military bases that have been turned to a quarantine facility? That, that, that's the sad truth of the matter. Uh, I, I, I'll be honest with you guys. I think it's just kind of crazy that I'm just casually talking about how a virus has the potential to just have people's rights taken from them. <laughs> I, I feel like it's crazy. I'm just like, hey, don't worry, bro. If you're if you're clean, you know, if you take care of yourself, the, the men in white suits won't come get you. It's like, that's fucking nuts, right? Like, what I'm talking about is fucking nuts, right? I, I, I hope you guys understand that. <laughs> as, as things get progressively, like, crazier... <laughs> It is trippy to just kind of uh, try to reassure the public that, oh, don't worry, like, everything's cool. Everything's fine. Everything's not fucking all right, man. Like, shit's crazy. People are dying from this. Pe people are dying and that people are disappearing. That's nuts. I was thinking about this when I'm at the gym today. I'm wondering to myself, good Lord, are we, when is it going to get to the point to where we have mobile incinerators? Remember that? Like, two weeks ago, like, China was just deploying 40 mobile incinerators. My God. And now I'm over here just kind of casually talking about like, hey, here's how you protect yourself. Here's how you get vitamin C in you. Here's how you boost your immune system. You know, don't go in public places. Don't start coughing. Oh, you don't want the men in white suits to come get you. Like, <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's just a little trippy. That's all I'm saying. Um, this is, it, it, it is a little crazy, you know. Because whether or not this is hyper hoax, whether or not this is like a reality or things that people really should start worrying about, again, the socioeconomic and the socio-political ramifications are definitely happening. Uh, and what I mean by that is what I mentioned earlier with our exclusive membership program. We're talking about people in Washington, California, Florida, and more who are experiencing food shortages. I put that video up uh, on one post and people are like, oh, it looks like there's still food to me. You're missing the point. I wanted to, again, I, I, I kind of got wrapped up, but I wanted to go get some footage uh, before coming on to the show to show you guys that food shortages are very real. Um, again, the same way that I'm talking about my Patriot Supply, that new affiliate that we got, how they went from having a, a, a delivery period of guaranteed two days to now they are at five to eight weeks, and they are one of the major uh, storable good distributors in America designed to provide for citizens. Their their delivery window has increased. Costco's are going out of place. You, you know what? Here, let me just play for you guys real quick, real quick, just footage of, uh, of a Costco in Hawaii where they're panicked. It's Hawaii. It's Hawaii. I'll, I'll look up how many cases Hawaii has, uh, but these are just people preparing. Dubular, one of our exclusive members, just said that the second case has been confirmed in New York City, he says, yeah, I'm stocking the fuck up today. Hella rice and hella curry. Let's take a listen.
Yes. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll try to mute this video. We have people saying stock up on rice, beans, quinoa, vitamin, and some homeopathic. Stock ups. Don't be greedy. That's what you guys are watching right here. I'll put the, signed up, uh, the sound back on here shortly. But what you are seeing right now is video footage in Hawaii of a Costco essentially just getting raided by people trying to get access to this food. But let's continue. So I'm just going to let that play in the background. I'm just going to let that play in the background because you guys kind of get the point. So why are we talking about food shortages? If this isn't something that we should worry about, why are we talking about food shortages? Uh, Auburn Alien says, of course, stock up. Did it weeks ago. Respirators, too. Uh, for, our audio exclusive li for our audio listeners, what I'll do after this is I'll put the link for our My Patriot Supply link so you guys can check out what they have. But even if you order today, you're going to get it in five, in like five to eight weeks. So it doesn't hurt to have stuff that's coming in that's made for America, made in America. But it also helps to double down, you know, go get some stuff for yourself. Don't be lazy. I think that's, what's, that's, that's what kind of trips me out about this, uh, this conspiracy theorist culture, this woke culture that we're in. Is It's not like really preparedness. It's not like we're actually out there doing survivalist stuff or doing prepper stuff. But we're just so woke about shit. We don't do nothing, man. We're just like, oh, don't trip. I know about the coronavirus, dude. Vitamin C, my nigga. Like, that's very dangerous to me. Because what happens when we get desensitized to thinking we know everything but don't do anything to have a proactive life? Again, I get it. Like, oh, we, we, we already know the solutions. But again, could you hunker down for, say, a month, for a week? Do you have the, di do you have, like, the digestive system to not be, like, lethargic? You see what I'm saying? Like, these are real questions that we don't really talk about because we're so woke. You get me. So <laughs> when I'm talking about food shortages showing up on the West Coast, food shortages showing up in Hawaii, Pennsylvania, Florida, like New York, all over the place, I think these are things that people should pay attention to. Don't treat this as like another hoax. Don't just think like, oh, like it's all good. It's, it'll be fine. That's very dangerous. Taking that approach, taking that kind of passive uh, approach towards life, it's, it's very deadly. Um, so one of the questions I have here is if the coronavirus breaks out in America, will we witness quarantines? But we have people that are trying to join. I'm debating whether or not I should let people join because, you know, we're, we get so focused and trying to get up on these topics. People join in and say the craziest shit, and I'm trying to just make sure we get through you know, awareness versus preparedness, what's actually going on, what these implications are, uh, and whether or not you're, co uh, uh, how about this? If you're calling in, if you want to join and you have something to report, say food shortages, uh, tips, uh, things that people actually can do, please do so. But if you're just trying to join in because we're talking about this stuff, I'm sorry, my friend, I can't let you do that because these are the type of topics and discussions that people actually want to hear about. Um, so, you know, I'm going to have to say no on that one for now. Sorry, not going to let people join. I see we have those, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do that maybe next time. Um, because we've been talking about the kind of food shortages, the mass hoarding scare, and all this other stuff. But at the same time, I feel like people need to talk about, or I, or I need to talk about, what this is going to do to the economy, what this is going to do to people's thought process. Uh, I saw people while we were playing the video with... with um, with the with the Costco footage, I saw that people were talking about Illinois schools shutting down. That to me is crazy too, because again, this is flu season. But because people are scared, they're not really sure. The CDC doesn't have these test kits, right? They're they're, they're taking these extra precautions. I mean, in China, they're already having like uh, homeschooling via teletube, right? Teleschooling and stuff like that. How is that gonna do, How is that gonna go down here? 
Like I give it a couple weeks or so until we start seeing other schools shut down. We're still in the beginning stages of this. And I think that's why people aren't really being told to prepare. That's another thing that kind of trips me out about this as well. You know, one of those anecdotal things that are, that, that, that just kind of makes you think about it. You know, it's like you see military bases being converted to quarantine centers. You see Costco's going out of food, Walmart's going out of foods, Kroger's going out of foods, all these other stores going out of foods, uh, storable good places like their their, their delivery windows going up, uh, people buying up water and all this other stuff. Yet the government's telling you not to worry. You have Washington State like converting a motel center into a quarantine facility. They're beginning to like quarantine first responders and again they're telling you don't worry you're seeing like all this other crazy like behind the scenes peripheral action take place FEMA FEMA beginning to say hey we're, we're taking a an emergency step we're beginning to prepare California's already set like a, a, a state of emergency all kinds of other stuff and Trump's like hey don't do any of that preparation don't worry about a daggum thing just I got some of the best pharmaceutical companies working on a vaccine that to me is very shady. That to me says that we're, we're working, that the people at the top are trying to make this issue so bad that they can be only the ones that offer the solution. Think about this. If people aren't going to go get their own storable goods right now, where are they going to go? They're going to go to whatever place is going to offer it to them. Be that these, uh, uh, be that, I don't know, some of these food drive places, some charity donation centers, you know, whatever FEMA the hell decides to like erect if these places don't get food. I think about, again, just the supply chain. A couple weeks, a couple months of just like us not being able to get food, get coffee, get drugs, get, you know, get water, get any of these very simple things. I think about what people are going to do. And so when I ask people the question of, do you have a week's supply of food? Just a week, not two weeks. Could you, could you kick back? Could you not do, could you, <laughs> could you make money for a week and not have to worry? Could you go to work? Could you not go to work for a week and be okay? Could you have like, could, could, could you be able to do these different types of things? Because what we're, what we're going to experience, if you ask me, is a hiccup in our system. China's not, <laughs> China doesn't shut down its entire economy uh, for weeks at a time to get their hands on an epidemic and we're not going to feel the backlash of that. That that that's not how it works. <laughs> even like even even whenever I'm at the gym, I'm watching these people, or I'm watching CNN and Fox over here talk about how the feds are cutting rates uh, because of this emergency. And I'm just thinking, you know, that still doesn't that that's that's not going to do enough. Uh, Mike Pence, the vice president of America, is meeting with 3M, the people that are making those infamous face masks, saying, "Hey, look, we're going to need you to produce a hundred thousand of these." A couple every other couple months and so again I'm thinking to myself if this isn't an epidemic why are all of these peripheral things happening do you get what I'm saying if this if this isn't something that we should worry about uh, why are all these strange things happening I don't know you know I really don't know I want to get up over here and try to set this up in like a weird kind of crazy way to, 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 to put this information out there. But I think what's happening now is that we're seeing that this coronavirus is more than just a, a simple cold. It's more than just a, <coughs> I've got a cough, right? Yeah, people don't die from that type of cough. It's, it's been designed. Everybody understands that. But it's the socioeconomic and the sociopolitical implications of just this, this one thing as we start the year that's going to affect things. They're already shutting down Olympic Games. They're shutting down travel. I mean, we aren't even talking about the stuff that's going on in Iran. Like, I, this is why I have to really do my due diligence. Who's, I'll, whoever, whoever's talking again, saying some nonsense, I'll, I'll block them here shortly. Uh, but this is why I have to really do my due diligence when it comes to researching the 5G link between coronavirus and this, because I get that this is something that is kind of crazy. I, I, I get that there is a more to this virus than we think, but I don't want to get up over here and start talking about this stuff without actually uh, knowing all the other dimensions to it. I hope that makes sense to you guys. Like where we're at with the current consolidation of information, I'm able to put this stuff out here. Uh, but 
with that whole other dimension with, with, with radio frequency based technologies, 5G and stuff like that, I have to go back and really break down all that other stuff because it's not easy. It's really not. So I'm not sure how much time we have left, but what I do want to do is kind of get into effective immune boosting system protections uh, against coronavirus. It says there's all kinds of people trying to join right now. It says five people are trying to join our our live right now. And I don't think I'll do that. Um, yeah, for future reference, for people that are listening and want to join join a live whenever we do these different things in the future, you got to let me know. Uh, I'm definitely not the type of dude just to be like letting people hop up in here. It's like if you have a party or if you're having like an, an event, you're not just going to let some random Joe Blow come smooth. You know, you're not you're not going to let that happen. You're going to screen them because you got your friends ha- you got your friends here, and you don't want that guy to make you look crazy. So, for people that do want to come on in the future, please message me. We'll plan it out. We'll schedule it. But no, you just can't come up in here trying to do whatever the hell it is you're doing. Sorry. Sorry, bro. Can't let that happen. Uh, oh no. There you go. Thank you for talking, Flip Basarik, whatever the hell your name is. Thank you. See that that had to happen. He had to he had to talk first in order for me to get him up out of there. So yeah, uh, that that don't happen like that. Sorry that you guys had to endure that. But yeah, let's get into effective protections against the coronavirus because trolls are the disease of the mind. That's why we don't pay them no attention. So I can recall at least like three different posts that I've done, you know, that are basically designed to raise awareness about like different protections and stuff that people can do, you know, to fight coronavirus. Like I really think it's kind of crazy, you know, from honey, garlic, you know, uh, vitamin C, orange juice, you know, echinacea teas, like elderberry extract, ginseng root. There's like so many different things that... I'm not really sure how to casually put them together. All I really kind of feel like I should do is just kind of fire fire through them all. Um, what I will do for people that watch or watch this or listen to this in the future, for people that uh, subscribe to our audio podcast, what I'll do is I'll put the link to the individual posts that I put together over the weeks that we've been covering this that basically, you know... <laughs> Tell you how to fix your immune system and help combat this type of stuff. You know, even throughout the entirety of the transmission, people have been saying different types of uh, different type of solutions: vitamin C, ginseng root, litsea oil, um, oregano oil. You know, we have right here Truth Seeker thirty four saying all diseases start in the mind. Start positive, stay positive with good vibrations. Uh, Turmeric, precisely. Cayenne pepper. There's all kinds of different things. Uh, for you to do to fight against it. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to read back real quick. A couple weeks ago, try to find it. It was a post basically about some of the antibacterial effects of honey right here. The, the five therapeutic effects of honey in treating wounds and infections. Yeah. Again, I just think it's crazy. Because we're in that weird position to where we look at problems and go through the different dimensions, but at the same time, like, come up with a solution. So <laughs> it's, just, it's just silly to me. Uh, California Anon says, local honey. Yeah. Um, I miss the colloidal silver precisely, North American herbs, uh, spice, oregano juice, Seattle elderberry for the best elderberry syrup. And their go-to elderberry tincture that does not need refrigeration. Thank you, the Yatra Project. That was actually very, very helpful. Uh, Jack Daniels Honey and Whiskey. I wouldn't say that unless you want to have a good time. If you do, hit me up. Uh, the Yatra Project just recommended the best honey that I tried to get my hands on when I was back in Australia. Uh, but Manuka Honey. Bees and trees for the best Manuka Honey. Yeah, that has... Uh, ther- it, it has... I think that it actually has like anti-cancer benefits too. It's like antibacterial, but it also has like the effect to like combat cancer. Real legit. Uh, Ella campaign oil. I'm not sure what that is. 
Um, you know, there's all kinds of different stuff. Again, that's why we just need to do shows like this because I'm just popping off what you guys are saying. I'm just literally spouting out what everybody else is saying in a healthy way. So what I'm going to do uh, is just read this quick description, read this article from Signs of the Time about the benefits of honey. Because as, as you're seeing right there, the, best, the medicinal benefits of honey is really, really, like, like legit. It's, it's crazy. You wouldn't think that honey would have antibacterial effects, but it really, it really does. Uh, and then I'll get into other ways as well. Uh, but it says right here, we put this up February 10th. It's from Signs of the Time. It says, five therapeutic effects of honey in treating wounds and infections. It says, natural remedies can do wonders in treating painful mouth ulcers, stomach inflammation, wounds, and infections. When it comes to dealing with these cases, Honey is a time-tested treatment to alleviate symptoms and provide relief for patients, whether young or old. Consuming honey often has a soothing effect, and this sweet treat, oh, also has several notable health benefits. Its medicinal properties include being used as an antiseptic and antibacterial agent, as well as acting as a natural cough remedy. At the same time, this celebrated ingredient is applied for chronic wound management and as a therapy for certain infections. Right there. And honey has no expiration date. So I'll put the link for that in the description bar below. Again, I just want to fire through just some of the ones that I have here as I find this next article uh, for you good people. You know, vitamin C, as I said before, selenium, zinc, magnesium. I myself am finding that I am, like, addicted to magnesium. I'm addicted to magnesium and fish oil. I will not lie to you. I take, like, a magnesium, a fish oil... I take like a magnesium, a fish oil, and a melatonin, and I'm just like closer to DMT than I could ever be, bro. I have the sweetest dreams. Oh, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Oh, man. I can't take it with iodine because like I turn like a crackhead whenever I have like dreams, but if I take like a fish oil, magnesium, and melatonin, oh, my God. You're in like, you're, you're in like, Oh my God, I can't take it, dude. <laughs> You're right, Reams, I am weird. Reams turned and says, oh my God, this guy's weird, is weird, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're, you're actually here because I'm normal as fuck, can't you tell? You, you actually got to this page because we try to be some of the squarest sons of bitches you're ever gonna know. <laughs> no, no, yeah, you don't do what I do and you're not normal. <laughs> anyway, let me go through and read through uh, this other post that we put up back in February. Natural protection strategies against viruses, including the coronavirus. Um, and I just want to say real quick, too, one of our exclusive members actually put me onto Elderberry. That's not something that I was familiar with. Um, I wasn't really familiar with like the, the healing benefits of Elderberry. And one of my exclusive members put it on, put me onto it. And then, you know, lo and behold, a few weeks later, actually like that very same day, I, I found articles that supported it. And so, yeah, you know, that's kind of crazy. Um, but let me get back into some of these things. Uh, it, it specifically talks about the benefits of vitamin C. I really think you guys should get that by now. You know, the benefits of vitamin C and how this is what's being kept from us as an effective means for treating this. Uh, Don X. Nicole says black seed oil. That's right. That's right. Uh, it says coronavirus exploring effective nutritional treatments. Andrew W. Saw, Ortho Molecular News Service, January 30th, 2020. This article is based on more than 30 clinical studies confirming the antiviral power of vitamin C against a wide range of flu viruses over several decades. Vitamin C inactivates the virus and strengthens the immune system to continue to suppress the virus. In many cases, oral supplementation, up to 10,000 milligrams daily, can create this protection. However, some viruses are stronger and may require longer doses given intravenously. It means like in your veins. Vitamin C helps the body to make its own antioxidant glutathione as well as assist the body in the production of its own antiviral called interferon. If IV vitamin C, intravenous vitamin C, is not available, then there have been cases where some people have gradually, have gradually increased their oral doses up to 50,000 milligrams daily 
before reaching bowel intolerance. Powdered crystal forms of high-quality absorbic acid can be taken five times or five grams at a time every four hours. Every virus seems to respond to this type of treatment, regardless of whether it's SARS, bird flu, swine flu, or the new coronavirus. It also goes on to talk about uh, vitamin D3, but before I get into that, <coughs> I want to just jump in here and say that uh, in China and on Amazon, you'll actually notice that whenever people have tried to purchase vitamin C, it's unavailable. You can't get it. Which tells me again that that's another one of those shortages that either the government is talking, that, that the government is taking, or that people are buying up. Uh, again, I would recommend iodine as another alternative. What we'll do right after this is talk about vitamin D3, which is fish oil and things like that as well, uh, that have some of these benefits, that have antiviral and antibacterial benefits. But primarily, you need vitamin C. You need it. Uh, Hello Tokyo 2017 wants us to talk about FEMA camps and more. I'll talk about that probably in the second half of this transmission with you guys. Uh, and Walmart FEMA camps. Yes, we've actually reported on that as well. I think it's back in like 2017 or 2018. With uh, Hurricane Katrina, not, not Hurricane Katrina, Hur Hurricane uh, Katia, Irma, Maria, and Harvey, some of the people in, I think it was like Louisiana, some of them were being moved to different WalMarts that had been confirmed uh, converted into FEMA centers. Yeah, we'll talk about that maybe in the, in the next time. Uh, but with this one particularly, let's talk about solutions because this is going to be available for public members and things like this. Let's talk about solutions, different things that people can do, uh, strategies and protocols and things that people can do at their disposal to help. Again, I kind of messed up right now. I was supposed to use my little, uh, my little diffuser, as you guys see right here. I was going to use that as a way to uh, explain how you could kind of like in a weird janky ghetto rig type of way use this as a way to clear your upper respiratory tract by putting hydrogen peroxide uh, iodine essential oils and a little bit of water in here and then just breathing it over extended periods of time not a humidifier but a but a but a uh, a, a diffuser with how after extended periods of time it would clear up everything i kind of herpaderped and didn't go to the store and go grab uh didn't go grab my hydrogen peroxide and more but again, these are all different effective methods and tools that you have at your disposal to build your immune system. So I'm going to read a little bit more about this, this vitamin D3, and then I'm going to start closing this stuff out, uh, and then we will prepare to talk about all these other things as well. It says, uh, vitamin D3 helps fend off the flu, asthma attacks, and more. It says, the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, put this up March 10, 2010, it says this was a double-blind placebo-controlled study where the treatment group consumed 1,200 IUs of vitamin D3 during the cold and flu season while the control group took a placebo. The vitamin D3 group had a 58% reduced risk of flu, and vitamin D3 is also very effective in the treatment of flu for slash uh, flu virus infections. It says vitamin D3 helps our body to make anti an antibiotic protein called cathelicidin. Cathol, yeah, probably cathelicidin, yeah, which is known to kill viruses, bacteria, fungus, and parasites. That's right. And so it just has, and I'm just going to fire through some of these because these are, again, solutions. Again, it's just, it's crazy. It is crazy to me, like, how simple it seems like it is to fix this, but how deadly, uh, how deadly the exacerbation of the issue is. You see. I feel like that's what's crazy. I'm just sitting here, flying through, you know, example after example, solution after solution, all kinds of different stuff. But you turn on CNN, they're like, "Holy shit, it's killing us!" Oh my God, it's coming to our shores. And if you read, and if you interpret my page the wrong way, you're like, "Oh my God, this virus is going to kill us." I, I think I just freak out because it's like, how do we calmly tell people that yes, this is something that you need to worry about, but at the same time. You really wouldn't have to worry about it if you took care of yourself. Iko the nobody says, so it's being hyped up. Yes, but at the same time, it's a legitimate problem. When you have like over thousands of people dying within the span of months, it's a legit problem. 
but it's it's, it's only going to uh, adversely affect people who already have compromised immune systems. So if you're over here just like eating cheeseburgers, taking shots, you know, staying up late, never going outside, you know, not taking care of yourself, guess what? You're going to have the perfect breeding ground for all these diseases to come up in your body and run havoc. Yeah, it's going through killing uh, 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 the elderly and the already sick. But guess what? How many of you people can run like a quick mile? How many of you guys can run up this mountain with me? How many of you guys like have a, a, a vitamin schedule, a workout schedule? How many people actually get, 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 nat get, I don't know, get like four or five hours of sunlight a day? I don't know. I think about just the general body chemistry of the modern American and how it is just a bed, how, it, how it's a... It's a bed for disease, but uh, I can I, I digress. Let me get back into some of these uh, conclusions and just simple things that people can do to fix this. This is eating a plant-based whole food diet with very limited animal products, adding daily nutritional supplements such as vitamins, multiple multiple vitamins, minerals, uh, two thousand milligrams of vitamin C with bioflavonoids, maintain vitamin D three levels of uh, fifty to ninety ngs. Avoid toxins and use detoxification programs periodically, regularly, daily exercise, aerobic resistance and flexibility, avoid stress, use yoga, that's what some people were saying, wash your hands with soap, that's what I got right here. I wanted to do like a whole little show and tell for you guys. I want to do like a whole little show and tell. I got me some uh, Band-Aids, hurt-free antiseptic for minor scrapes and burns, yeah. <laughs> I want to do like a whole little show and tell to just be like, it really is this simple. I don't know what the fuck these people are talking about, but if you want to be a retard and kill yourself because you don't really have like any hygiene or standards, <laughs> well, I guess you're just dead. Survival of the fittest. I wanted to do that, but I felt like it was better for me to get up over here and come at it from this angle where we where we look at things uh, and you know casually talk about it. So continuing on. It says, uh, in the home, there is a new product, Pure Green 24, that kills staph, MRSA, and most viruses within two minutes. This product has an EPA level four toxicity rating and is safe and effective for hospitals as well as children. Avoid putting your hands to your face. Avoid anyone who is experiencing flu and cold-like symptoms and at the first sign. And this is what I did. I wanted to say this too. <laughs> because it's true. The last thing it says, at first signs, of like having flu-like symptoms or any kind of sicknesses, aggressively treat your sickness. I don't do that because I didn't get sick. I don't get sick, therefore I did not feel like I need to take care of myself. I have an amazing health regimen. Why would I get sick? Well I, well, I got sick. I got sick for the past two weeks and because I didn't aggressively treat mine, it got worse to what you guys kind of see me getting over today. Uh, this is why I say with the treatment of apple cider vinegar, uh, echinacea, uh, you know, all kinds of different tea, ginseng root, iodine, um, all kinds of different things, lemon, <laughs> orange juice, all kinds of different stuff. I was able to combat the com combat it, but this is again because people don't know the, the the alternative and holistic approaches that are at their disposal. They end up just thinking, well, gosh, I, ha I guess I have to wait at least a year for this coronavirus vaccine. That's very dangerous. You see. People would, bet, people would rather wait an entire year full of fear instead of gradually taking the time uh, to, to, to change their life. You see what I'm saying? They're saying, oh, a, a vaccine will take at least 18 months to develop. But don't worry. Here comes Donald Trump with his regulatory flexibility meeting with some of the big wigs. Yeah, we're going to get a vaccine to take care of this. Don't you guys worry. I got you covered. It's like, hold on. I thought you were against vaccines. Why are you not telling the people to prepare in other ways? That's very dangerous, you see. And so I guess that's where we come in, is telling people to be aware of what the government is doing, but at the same time, realize that you have all the power. You can take, you can fix your own system. Uh, we've had people on in the past, on our shows, and on, on post shows, on, on, on Factions of Freedom and on Fellowship of Freedom, where we've talked about different health protocols, both detoxification, uh, cellular regeneration more that you have at your disposal to get yourself back on track. But because what we talk about a lot and what we post about a lot is considered fringe, it doesn't really get attention. You know, again, 
I, I, <laughs> this is just one of the crazier things that I pointed out towards the start of the year. Whenever we started seeing all this other crazy virus stuff come out, I just put this, I just put two and two together. Throughout the entirety of 2019, we saw them literally remove uh, vaccine information from Facebook. At the start of the year, they said that uh, anti-vaxxers are going to be the top global health threat of 2019. Then throughout the entirety of the year, we saw just that, them removing pages, removing posts, removing all kinds of different content that made people aware of what was going on with vaccines. Because people understand that that's a technology that has all kinds of adverse effects. Fast forward to this year, guess what? Donald Trump comes through and says, guess what? We're going to, have the, we're, we're going to be able to do it. We're going to be able to get you guys your vaccines. So call me crazy, but I guess I just put two and two together in a weird way. And I just kind of think of my own self uh, figuring out this problem and not wanting any of this nonsense at all. Not, not wanting what they offer me. So, you know, <laughs> I had all kinds of other stuff lined up here for you guys, but I was reading some of your comments. I got distracted with people trying to join. Uh, some people actually contributing to the conversation as far as uh, solutions, uh, effective protections, immune boosting things and things like that. I got so kind of caught up in trying to feed into this, do this and that third. I kind of got distracted, but at the same time, I got off what I wanted to say. So what I will do is go ahead and terminate this transmission, take a quick momentary break. And when I come back, what I'm going to do is get into this question of should I keep on living the normal life or should I start seeking the truth? I'm going to get into that question, 5G, the link between the coronavirus and more, and really, really get into the medical martial law. Uh, I really think that that's something I kind of glossed over because I'm not sure how to just jump right into that. Uh, but we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about this and more on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Free Faction over here on Instagram. That's right. I'm on Instagram, not on my podcast. And we'll be right back right after this. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus